You are now listening to the Solomon Attention Podcast. about this guest um did some research on on her and the work that she's a part of but i don't want to talk too much about it we'll get to it so miss janet how you doing today i am fabulous so good to be with you solomon Man, absolutely well thank you for spending some time to to come with us on our show and so let so let's kick kicking this off so what's your story you know solomon i learned really early on that being different required something different from me yeah. than my brothers, than my parents, than my friends in school. So in some ways, while challenging, it actually gave me a great gift. I learned something really young that was super important about unconditional self-love. And what was that? That it was up to me. Uh. You know, so so much of our lives we spend looking outside for role models, for people to appreciate us. And I think what I've learned over all of the years that I've lived on the planet, that gratitude, that sense of blessing has to come from the inside out. Yeah. It's always there, a little bit like the Wizard of Oz. Right? Dorothy always had the secret. All she had to do was come back home. Yeah. Yeah. So you talk a little bit about about that self-love and just making the choice. Uh, why do you feel that there's so many who can't make that choice? Yeah. I'm not sure it's a can't. Or don't. I think <laughs> don't, don't. And in some cases, they haven't actually had anybody who said, it's up to you to believe. Gotcha. Even as horrific as it is, you know, I, I, I remember the first time I was sleeping out of the back of my car. I had no job. I was down to my last bit of pennies to go get a cup of coffee. And I took one look in the rearview mirror and said to myself, you know what? I put myself here. I can choose something different. The minute I walk into that place, it was a McDonald's, and get my cup of coffee. Yeah. And I got my cup of coffee, I asked for an application. I didn't stay there very long, but it was up to me. Right. It was up to me to decide that I was worthy and that there was something that I had inside of me that could make a different choice. And, you know, this is the body of work that I've been doing now for many years. Uh, I call it sovereignty. I don't mean so much the geopolitical yeah. country, one country against another. I'm really talking about the internal authority every one of us has. We all have the power of choice. So what stops us from choosing to accept responsibility for it? Janet, 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 you coming out the gate with this heat. <laughs> this is good. This is good, man. This is not what I was expecting because this is good. Uh, there's so many ways we could take this conversation. Because, because, and, and what you have articulated, I just realized this in my 30s. I mean, I probably in my subconscious understood it maybe in my late 20s, but really into my 30s, really just come to the grasp that Solomon, the life that you want, you get to create. 
Yes. You you know what I'm saying? Like, I think for me, I was kind of in my subconscious creating it and doing some things organically, but not but then I had to understand that no, you could take this another step further. And and the one who gave you authority is you. <laughs> right? Yes. And so that's like, right. So talk about like take us into that experience where you you were in the back of your car and you're in McDonald's applying for a job. Like that's a dynamic thing there. But in the middle, you said yeah. you made that choice. Like, what was it in you that says, you know what? I'm going to go in here and not just get this cup of coffee, but I'm also going to apply for the job. Like, like what was it? Because uh, most people, I think, you know, you, you talked about being homeless in your back of your car. You found some money for coffee. Would have been so excited because I can get some coffee that they might have <laughs> missed the, you know, the other opportunity. Right. So, like, take us into that yeah. moment. You know. I had no idea where I was going to get the next set of pennies, literally yeah. no idea. And I had come out of some pretty horrific circumstances that yeah. put me in the back of my car in the first place. And I, you know, I, I, I grew up in the middle of the country, St. Louis, Missouri, What most people would consider a pretty safe, stable, yeah. middle-class family. Only I was different. I have a birthmark on my face, mm -hmm. you know, like, come on, it's not that big a deal, but it really is a big deal for a lot of people. When there's difference that's visible, makes them really uncomfortable. And I spent probably my first 21, 22, 23 years chasing somebody else's definition of acceptance and wow. belonging and success. And every time I got disappointed, the minute I thought I could trust somebody and they were going to be my pal or my mentor or my sponsor. They weren't. Yeah. And then I had a really horrific experience of being sexually violated. And I was out on my, out on my petard. Okay. That's the, that's the polite word for it. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I didn't have a job. I didn't yeah. have a place to live and I didn't have any money. I'm like, wait a minute. I know how to be employed. I, I've had a job. So I knew something about that. And there was a little voice inside of me, my soul, my heart, my spirit. I don't know. Yeah. Right. I was too young to know the answer to that. But the voice said to me, you have a choice. Make it. Wow. And I heard it really clear. Wow. And I knew that I had it in me. I had the resource and capability and wholeness in my own being to step forward and ask for support, to ask for help. And I, I think this piece, Solomon, is probably the hardest thing for youth right now. They don't think there's anybody that will answer if they ask for help. And it's just not true. I do believe in the goodness of humanity. There are more of us available to help each other than we think. Yeah. It takes asking because we can't always know it. Yeah, yeah. Man, that, that was... That that's powerful right there. You know, you exemplify another level of strength, you know. And, you know, to to you talk about your birthmark and walking through that and then other experiences that you've had, but but some way your inner strength and your inner being and your inner voice is what you leaned on to help propel you forward. And I feel like your story is going to impact so many listeners who are probably right there where you are, maybe not the same situation, but, but, but right there where you are. 
And I think your life and what you're about is really what this podcast exemplifies mm. in terms of helping folks meet where they are and pulling you forward through all of this content, right? And so you talk about content. Let's talk about what you are doing now in your work and your purpose. You know, I have always known that my life purpose was about awakening, catalyzing, and energizing love. And being able to speak the truth with love to people who are afraid to admit that they feel uncertain or in doubt or in some way less than or unworthy. Until we can tell the truth that that's how we feel, and someone is there to say, and it's not all of who you are. It's not an I am statement. It's not I am unworthy, nor is it I am worthy. It is I am. And in any moment, I get to decide how I step into the all the wholeness of who I am. I yep. came in with everything necessary. And we let the outer life define ourselves. Yep. When we have an opportunity to say, wait a minute, life on my terms. Not to the exclusion of others, not better than or less than anybody else. Right. Everybody has a right to human dignity. Right. That is a human fact. And I think when we recognize that, we start with ourselves. Can we give ourselves a sense of dignity? Mm -hmm. And that's what asking for the job at McDonald's was all about for me. Wow. Do you believe that your story helped you serve others in your purpose today? Oh, no question about it. No question. I ended up getting a wonderful job as a trainee in an organization I spent 14 years with and learned so many things that to this day, when I'm sitting in front of a CEO in an organization as a professional coach, they look at me and go, how did you learn this? And I said, well, you'd be quite surprised. It was more than 30 years ago. And it came out of the suffering that I realized I had self-imposed that. I always have the power of choice. Wow. The power of choice, Matthew. That's, that's you know, your story, Janet. And we want to make sure we have you back because your story has so many layers to it um, that I think that our viewers and listeners need to understand, especially when you start talking about the power of I am and just re- rewiring our brains, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a powerful thing that, I, that I've said, you know, I'm just now learning that. And, and, I, and you're right. Life happens to all of us. And as life happens, it's like we get all these identities and beliefs and it just keeps getting compounded until we meet somebody like you where we start to do the individual work and we start to break that stuff down little by little, you know? So this may sound a little bit ironic, but I want to put some balance into what you and I are talking about because the truth is whatever our life path has been, yeah. It's exactly what the soul came here for. Yeah. So I also learned this. Like, while I've had hardship, those hardships awakened me to recognize I had some things innately that were unique to me, yeah. that were what I was to be on the path for. And without what I call those sandpaper moments, yeah. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have accepted, oh my gosh, that's my superpower. So for me, it's fearless intuition. I absolutely trust deeply that my heart will recognize 
what serves and what doesn't, who serves and who doesn't, who's worthy of my trust is actually everybody until there's some reason for me to tell the truth with love that what they've done was disrespectful. Yeah, This is why my life's really dedicated to human dignity. Wow. Wow. And so so tell folks, how can they connect with you if they want one-on-one <laughs> coaching, other services that you provide? We want to make sure that link will be in the description of this episode. But how can we connect with you uh, to start to do this work? Yeah. So the organization that I own and lead is called Invite Change, all one word, dot com. And you can find me at janet.harvey at invitechange.com. And you can find me on LinkedIn and Instagram and Facebook, all the typical places. I'm not on Twitter or X. I know, right? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And we have a wonderful YouTube channel if people want to learn about coaching and becoming a coach in their lives, even if the only thing they did it for was for themselves. Yeah. It's a fabulous inner, inner, inner journey. Yeah, well, Janet, man, thank you so much for coming on our, the Psalm Podcast, for your transparency, for your story, and for you really uh, raising up our levels of thinking today. And and I, and I hope that our mm-hmm. listeners, again, hopefully you take away two big nuggets. You, I hope you take away a lot, but, but the power of choice and I am, right? Yeah. Let, let's make a commitment today as you're listening that you're going to embrace the power of choice and that you're going to embrace some I am statements in your life uh, as you continue to do this work on purpose. Thank you so much, Janet. Thank you, Solomon, for your work in the world. And it's been an honor to be here. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. 